Welcome everyone to another episode of Couch Coaches. I'm John Lazaron and I am joined by my good mate here, Richard, the bandwagon conductor. Letty, how's it going, bro? Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! All aboard! Two points is two points. Uh, I wasn't uh, the most polished performance on the weekend, but um, the boys the boys got it up. They they dug in and and, and ran away with two points. It wasn't, it wasn't quite the polished performance you were after, though, John. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Like, and again... Just to just to make it just to make it clear to everyone that was listening last week, I wasn't trying to say I didn't care if the boys lost. No, that's not what I was saying. I wanted the boys that's to what win. You said. No, I, I know, I know. I, I mean, I my wife said she listened to it. She said that's what you did say. I said no, I did not say this. I don't know why. Anyway, I haven't listened to it um, myself because I don't want to get bummed out. So I wanted them just to have a polished performance and win the game. But they won the game by small margin, and it wasn't a polished performance. That left edge, that left edge is something to worry about right at the moment. And uh, and looking at the team list today, um, they made a they made a change on that left edge with uh, Jackson Ford dropping out of the starting lineup for the first time this season with uh, Josh Curran taking his place. But he's on the bench, um, Jackson Ford. But that left edge, bro, I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about the left edge at the moment? You know, the attack and the defence. Well, I don't think it would have been Jackson Ford that I was um, putting the putting the blame on, you know. Um, uh, I mean, I, I like Pompey and I like Montoya and I like what they've been doing this season, but they just kind of, I mean, I, I think at halftime they were talking about the Jason Saab um, hat trick and the commentators were saying, oh, you know, really hard fought hat trick. And I was like, that was the easiest hat trick you'll see in your life. I don't think he got touched the whole time, you know. And, yeah. and Mon- I don't know what Montoya was doing. He just didn't look like he cared. It was just sort of looking a bit blasé about it all and yeah it was just every time they they went out that way um they were just breaking tackle they were just yeah breaking tackle i mean so yeah i'm sure they got he got over for a hat trick without being touched so um i mean i'm a little bit surprised that maybe they didn't make it make any changes but at the same time you know they've pretty much gone with well they obviously have made the change of of um bringing karen in and karen had a pretty immediate impact on the times that he did sort of you know come off the bench um on the, on the weekends, he's just oh, how good is Josh Karen? Love the guy. Oh, yeah, um, I love the guy too. I think he should be getting more minutes. That's one thing I've been thinking about all season that he's just not paying enough minutes because he, make, he does make an impact. He makes a big impact as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah going back to Montoya, yeah, he was he was he went missing in this game, didn't he? In that game, he there was one there was one moment um in the first half where they passed the ball out wide to him. Um, early in the set, and he went instead of coming inside because he was well covered. He was well covered by um, I just forgot his name, the Manly Center, the Kiwi um, Kiwi dude. Um, I can't remember his name. Just forgot his name. Um, Morgan Harper. Morgan Harper. That's the one. So I just had a, had a brain snap there. Um, yeah, and he was, but he had him covered. Plus, he had the you know he had the fullback there covering him. So I don't know why he was trying to go for the sideline, like you know trying to score right on the edge there when he was well covered so early in the set. I don't know why he didn't have just the common sense just to step back inside. I don't know why. So the reason why I say that and bring that just that moment up is that from that moment you could just see that he was just having an off game, whether it was defense or attack. He was just having an off game. And look at the fans. They're, they're roasting him at the moment um, on the fan pages. They're you know, calling for Kosi to come back in. But I don't think you can just roast him just for one game. But that's that's your typical Warriors fan, isn't it? Oh, just, absolutely. Just yeah, I mean, roast you, yeah. And I think like he's still, I think he's still, um, you know, he's still picked up plenty of meters, you know, running the ball back from, you know, from the from the long kicks and all that. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't all bad, but yeah, it was just. I don't think we'll see it again, you know. And I, I mean, I hope this week when, um, you know, play the Dragons that they haven't been doing their homework and 
you know that maybe he'll get peppered and and hopefully he can sort of handle handle the general this way. Just on that, Morgan Harper, Harper, real quickly. Um, is there a player that you would least like having your team in the last two minutes when the game's on the line? Did you see him in the last two minutes when Manly were down? He was, yeah. he was just taking people out. He had about three swings at, at Pompey's face. Like gave away that penalty. Like it was just. I mean, he's he's enthusiastic, but honestly, yeah, like I mean, Manly were very much still in the game, and he was just yeah, he was all over the show, looked like a little yeah. little bloody um energizer bunny. Yeah, he, he was. You could see you could see that he was frustrated, and fair enough too. I mean, you know, you know, um, we'll, we'll talk about the left edge again in a, in a second, but you know, got the controversial call that came from that game when Chance hit uh, Ruben Garrick um, midair when he was jumping for the ball. Um, when I saw it live. My first thought was penalty in, in chances going to the bin. That was my first thought, but I had no because I had no idea that, that that was a rule. Um, to be honest, watching rugby league, uh, rugby league for a long time, played it for a long time, um, but I did not know that that was a rule. And um, yeah. I think many other people didn't know it was a rule either. It's and a funny I one, eh? Like it, it kind of makes sense that it's the rule, and that I don't know people would just be jumping for for anything this this here and there. And oh, but I was the same. Like I thought straight away, I thought that that would be a penalty, um, yeah. and yeah, chance would be lucky to stay on the field. I, I, and there was, I mean, there was, there's no malice in it, you know. Like it's not like he, yeah. he 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 tried to tackle him at all. Like he was just sort of going for the ball. But you know, it's, I think you see that in, in Union, you know, in Union that'd be, you know, someone would probably be red card. Ten week ban. Ten week yeah, they'd probably get. A, they'd generally get like a three or four week ban, I reckon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll take it. The rules are rule, but I think if it was if it was against us, I would have been fuming. Yeah, so. exactly. And I, I do think that they'll change it. Just so, just so anyway, for everyone that's listening, um, I'm pretty sure if you're listening, because you, you know you'll be a rugby league fan, but you know, Chance took him out in mid air, but it wasn't because he was um, Ruben Garrett was catching a kick or anything. He was catching um, a charge down that bounced on the ground up, so he was jumping up for the ball. Clipped him and he fell awkwardly, but he fell on his back. But now Ruben Garrick's back has is um, been confirmed to be fractured. He's fractured his back, but only out for two weeks apparently. So two rounds maybe. So but they're out he's, anyway. I think they're out of, out of contention anyway. So. He's talking about playing through the season to the last two games, isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that he. I don't. I didn't actually see the Manly's team whether he was named or not. But it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, why would you? you your season's over and yeah. um, giving it a go. When you did say before about the controversial decision, and I was th- I thought you were thinking about the board pass slash knock on slash obstruction um, in the lead up to Jason Saab's uh, third try. I think it was just before the um, the end of the first half. I was I was pretty livid about that one. What, what were your thoughts on that? Did you think yeah. it was any of the above? Yeah, I, I mean. I was just like, oh, you know, like, you know, I just, I just, you know, I was waiting for the referee to like to put his hands up in the air, you know, to bring on, um, bring on the bunker, but it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. But, you know, you they know looked, what? They looked at it so much as well. They looked at it like, I feel like they looked about five or six times and then I don't even think the bunker actually officially looked at it. So, yeah. Unbelievable. Well, it's, it's a funny one because, you know, ever since, ever since, uh, one New Zealand CEO came on and had his, uh, you know, um, had a say in everything, even though he retracted what he said, it still made an impact on how we've been treated this year. But um, there's still some things that go against us. But I think, to be honest, you're going to be fair. It's been quite fair for us ever since that happened. Because we were getting some bad, everything was going against us before. But I just think, you know, you know, take that, put that aside. The Warriors won again. 
I'm glad, and we've been saying this, you know, ever since we started. This Warriors team is not a team that knows how to win, even when it's an ugly win, and that's the thing. But, but they let two, they they let all their tries are pretty much all of Manly's tries. Not, I think all of them, but maybe bar bar another bar another one. Or, um, they were all on the left edge there, and um, I was trying to figure out who, you know, who who is at fault here because not not to point fingers out, but just to see what we could do to remedy it. But um. Yeah, it's it's a bit hard because you see um, Pompey staying inside and you know leaving. And there's a bit of a gap there, and then uh, Montoya then comes back in as well to cover sort of that gap, and it just leaves the, you know their winger open. And that's what's happened. That's what happened on the weekend. It's a simple draw the player in, but um, I think um, Montoya for me was just standing too far inside instead of staying like you know more closer to his wing there and um, to the sideline yeah. and. It was almost yeah. reminiscent of um, the years of watching Manu Vedavai on, on the wing, you know, like the amount of just defensive reads that he'd get wrong, he'd come in off his wing and, and you know, players would yeah. be scoring like, you know, two or three tries um, just untouched, basically. It was almost like that. So, But, I mean, Montoya has been pretty solid defensively. I think, I mean, it does feel like the last couple of weeks it has disintegrated a little bit, that left edge. Yeah. So um, I'm sure um, I feel like Webster's the kind of coach who's – He's done well at when there's an issue, like he'll he'll address it and, and the next week uh we'll see a much improved game. So yeah. I'm hoping that yeah, as um when at uh, Mount Smart on Friday night when the St. George come to town that uh that yeah, Pompey and um Pompey and Montoya would have done it been you know, to been had a hard week at training but uh sort of been put put back into line. Well, I can pretty much guarantee that's what they'll be focusing on a lot in the, in the training this week and then in the lead up to this match and that left edge because that's where they're going wrong um defensively we know we've had we've been defensively sharp pretty much all season but the last ever since we've come back from the bye you know we haven't we've been a bit sluggish we're winning the games but we've been sluggish but we're winning the games however if we had played penrith or brisbane they would have they would have taken advantage of that left edge way more and um I, I honestly don't think that you know we we would have found it hard. They need to sort of sort out the left edge of going into the finals. That's that's one one concern I have. Is that left yeah, edge? But, it's not just but, it's not just the defense; it's the attack as well. Yeah, yeah. Montoya hasn't been bringing his. That, I mean, I mean, Dallin's just so good on that right edge, and yeah, um, you know, his finishing that was sort of relying probably a bit much on that. I think. The better, as you say, like the better teams will not just um, be putting pressure on Montoya, but they'll, you'd say they'll have a pl bit more of a plan of how to stop Dallin. Um, yeah. But I mean, how good's Dallin? Those, two, those, two, you know, two more diving drives in the corner, and then he just shows that he can, you know, go boom fire up the up the guts and um, yeah. bump off a few bump people, people and and yeah. and yeah, it was awesome to see. So, um, yeah, there was still He's... plenty of like there was still plenty of like in that game. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, the left edge was the obvious concern. Um, obviously, SJ coming up clutch again, so it's just it's uh, we can't rely on it too much. But I mean, it's what yeah. you want of your halfback to be able to make those big plays, and he he had two two huge plays when when he set um Nogore up for that for that try. I I was like, that must be obstruction because the hole was just yeah. too big. You know, I was like, what's happened yeah. here? And I, I and then you saw the replay, like, oh no, there's no obstruction there. That's just yeah, he's just he's just. Seen that there's a big big fella, you know, a bit of a mismatch in the back line, and he just drew that drew that big fella out, and then um, Neil Corey that he couldn't believe it, you know, his eyes bloody lit up and ran for it, and yeah, fortunately by that point Garrick, Garrick was injured, so he couldn't um, couldn't 
get across and tackle them. Yeah, well, the call from a lot of the couch coaches around the Warriors fan bases um, is, you know, at the moment, get rid of Metcalf, you know, bring Tamari Martin in. And again, we have some of the, you know, worst couch coaches, even though we know we love our Warriors fans, some of them can be the worst couch coaches around. And, um, you know, just, and I, I'm not sure if, you know, throwing Tamari Martin in straight away is a good idea, but I admit that, you know, even though I love Metcalf and I think he's a great attacking player, um, the last couple of games, um, he's he's also hasn't hasn't read the play very well. For example, with ball in hand, taking the ball up, and there have been some opportunities where he should have passed it. You know, it would have made you know made, um, he created some space, but he actually instead of passing it, he just decided to take the line on himself. Which is, I don't have a problem with, with you know, with a half taking the line on. It's, it's actually a good thing, but not when you've actually created space for your for you know for your um, outside center or wing and he just didn't pass it so there was some opportunity that could have gone missing um in those games and i just think that he just needs to be wary of that because you know you can't just leave it like you said before you can't just leave it up to the sj to do everything and um but yeah he definitely uh, um that wasn't his best game i thought yeah metcalf yeah. he kind of you know he had a few really good games and um everyone was pretty high on him but i do feel like maybe he's Dropped off a little bit, but no, nah, I wouldn't be dropping him. I mean, you'd be silly to, you know. I mean, yeah. we're still winning, um, and I mean, he's still pretty young, and him and SJ haven't played, you know, still haven't played that much together. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'd keep him there for now. Uh, yeah. And and as you say, like, I mean, tomorrow man's not even fit yet, is he? So, I don't think he's going to be fit till the first week of the finals. I think I saw him, maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah, but. he's made the reserve list. Oh, he is? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not in the 17, but he's, he's in the reserve list. But, um, yeah, anyway, like, he's there. And I think that you're going to have to give him a go at reserve grade, you know, um, you know, New South Wales Cup before he comes into it. But, you know, it's a it's a good headache, again, for Andrew Webster to have that you've got Tamari Martin there because he's a good – he's sound defensively as well. You know, he's not only is he good, brilliant on attack, he's really sound defensively as well. That's what I like about Tamari Martin. So who knows what's going to happen because, you know, Webster's had a you know had a bit of a knack for making last minute calls you know an hour before the game, before kickoff. But um, again, um, I think that you know the Warriors just they need to put a good polished performance against the Dragons. I mean, they they should you know they they sh they should beat them, but they they need a they need to show a polished performance because they're a team at the moment that are just showing they're performing well. Like set up from the start, Knights. For me, uh, you know, the dark horse of the, at the moment, and they're, and they're proving me right every every week, um, the nights. But look, we'll, we'll leave it there, and we'll go into that. We'll quickly have a quick, just quick review um, of the, of the games of the weekend, and then we'll get into the other stuff. So, so who played on the weekend, and what games did you watch? Um, I saw a little bit of the Cowboy Sharks on um, Thursday night. Sharkies, thirty-two twelve of the Cowboys. Um, I think we were both on the Cowboys, were we? I think so, yeah. I think we were, yeah. yeah. I feel like we were. Um, and, yeah, Nico Hines is finally, you know, back to his, back to the sort of Delium calibre that we saw last year um, yeah. and leading leading that, that team. And also, they're looking they're looking great. They're now fifth on the, on the ladder, you know. Like, they could finish yeah. in the top four if, if um, the Storm lose a game or if the Warriors lose two games, I think. Um, which hopefully the Warriors don't lose two games, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we I was pretty pretty ready to write the Sharks off a few weeks ago, but now it's it might be the Cowboys that were that they were sort of originally our smoky, but um, sorry, they might be yeah the the Cowboys might be um the ones to to miss out now. 
yeah exactly but um yeah they might be just hit the sharks might be just hitting form at the right time but at the same time it could be deceiving because the cowboys for me i thought they would be another dark horse but they have not performed well um you know the, the way they would like to have um townsend's got a bit missing and when your when your halfback goes missing it has it has a big impact in the whole team so um I think that's where that's where they're going wrong. I actually think the Cowboys only might miss it. They might miss the eight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, they, they they're currently ninth on um, yeah. twenty eight points. The Rabbitohs yeah. uh, eight twenty eight points. Roosters ten twenty eight points. Um, yeah. So it's on points differential for their eighth spot. And um, yeah. the Cowboys have got the Dolphins and the Panthers. So you imagine they'll probably win one and lose one. Um, Rabbitohs got to buy in the Roosters. So that that last round, final round game against the Roosters is going to be an absolute barnstormer. So, something, to look for, something to look forward to, you know, like two of the, yeah. one of the great rivalries. Um, final round, probably fighting out for for the um, eight spot. So bring that on in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Um, I was just thinking about the Cowboys and Sharks. They've sort of done the opposite. You know, the Cowboys had that mid-season where they were just, you know, they had the absolute purple patch. They were flying. They were putting yeah. big scores on. And the Sharks were kind of getting smashed at that point. And then they've sort of almost, you know, reversed their form. But, yeah, as you said, the Sharks, are, they're coming right at the right time of the season. And Cowboys are, yeah, coming wrong at the wrong time of the season. So, yeah. Um, Friday night, Warriors 29-22. Did watch, did watch the full 80 minutes of that one. Actually, no, I missed the first probably three minutes. I was putting my, my son down and I came um, <laughs> to sleep. And I came out and the Manly were already up. 6-0, 4 I haven't even watched the replay, but what happened? Did, did, did Manly just come out hot, did they? Well, you know, like, I would love to answer that question, but I actually I missed the first three minutes of it as well, and that's not normal for me as well. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I actually missed the first three minutes as well. Um, I watched the replay, and it was just, yeah, it was Jake yeah. Arthur sort of just, they obviously Manly were hot on attack, and then Jake Arthur snuck on through. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we've sort of, we've touched on, touched on that game um yep. this sort of your Dallin was great sj came in clutch um another yep. sort of big performance from some of the, the big boppers the left edge was a concern was um manly were probably a, a lot better than i was at well no they probably weren't it was just that we were we sort of just i mean we we kept them scores in second half which is great which yeah. is you know when you go into get into half time down what was it 22 16 or something um and to keep them scores in the second half was as a big achievement so that obviously even the halftime talk from from webster and the and the and the boys must have been you know i saw at one point he was sort of talking to Chan, um justin morgan was talking to chance so he was just saying you know you just be aware of that left edge because it's leaking <laughs> um so we'll take a win obviously not without the controversy um yeah. it was the right decision i suppose with the chance but yeah, I think that if it was against us, I would have been fuming, and I'm sure sure you would have been too. Yeah, definitely. Um, later on Saturday night, we had a oh, Friday night. Sorry, Eels Roosters. Roosters, another team coming right at the right time of the season. That, oh, for me, it's too, the Eels. <laughs> it's well, too late. for me. It's it it might not be, but well, math, math, mathematically, I know mathematically they they can, oh, but no. they, need, they need they need results to go their way as well. Because the Rebels are going to buy, don't they? So maybe they yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, yes, exactly. they have to win both games, and then they have to, yeah, and then the Cowboys to lose at least. And plus, point yeah. differential as well comes into it, as we've always said. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. what 
Roosters are minus 62, so that is going to hurt them. But yeah, they um they looked pretty sharp. Eels, I mean, yep. we, think, we think we said last week their season was over, and yeah, we can very well put a the black line through them now. Um, yep. Dylan Brown moving to halfback wasn't didn't make the difference they would have hoped. Yep. Um, Saturday afternoon, who would have picked this as the game of the round? Tigers, yeah. Dolphins. Um, I think Epi would have woken up with a sore back on Sunday morning because God damn, he um he carried that team all the way to the to the to the to final whistle. You know, he was he was great playing in the halves. Um, and yeah. that very clutch uh, penalty from the sideline. You don't see that very often in league. Um, hitting the post and, and going over. Um, and the Tigers snapped there. I think it was a ten-game losing streak. So you got to be happy for the Tigers. Yeah, very happy, especially when they gave us their their home game, you know, in Hamilton. So, yep, very happy for them. Yeah, and, uh, yep. And Panthers, then we had to, yeah, I mean, what do you say? Panthers I, just rolling on. I just thought Titans would have put up, put up a much of a you know put a bigger fight on for this game, but um, yeah, the Panthers is looking slick as always. So that yeah, for me, they're still the team to beat. Yeah, it was a 26 point win. I don't know what their points differential now must be, but it must be over 300, I think. So, we're close to it anyway. Yeah, I know. I remember remember last time I looked, it was like 200 or something, but yeah, yeah, now they're they're flying and they're not slowing down anytime soon. Um, and they'll probably continue their lift off on Thursday night when they uh, host the Eels. Um, Storm Dragons, Dragons probably put up more of a fight than most would have expected, but Storm were. Never losing that storm or another team that they just keep keep rolling on and and you know the the Warriors are just trying to slip away and get that extra extra two points above them. But um, yeah. I think currently we are still yeah the two points, but it'll be nice to just have that extra buffer because I think their points difference yeah. is better than us. Um, but I mean, Dragons um coming coming to Mount Smart this week, so hopefully they can't sort of pull off an upset there. They're always a team that worries me a little bit, the Dragons, when we play them, but yeah. I think from what we did to them earlier in the season, it should be all right. Yeah. Um, we touched on the Knights before. 2019 against the Rabbitohs on, on Sunday Arvo. I just did not see this one coming. I think I tipped the Rabbitohs myself. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's some real problems with that, with that Rabbitohs team. They just look not happy to you know this don't look like you know that their left edge is normally so clinical and just beautiful yeah. to watch and um they're quite a structured team normally but they just seem they seem lost i don't know if you've seen all the talk in the media about latrell but they were sort of you know they had the the, the spotlight on latrell and you know he's always going to be a much aligned player and you know people are going to have their thoughts on him i love i love latrell when he's when he's on but he, he he's definitely seemed to go missing a little bit in that game and um you know he was just his body language was sort of summing it up you know yeah well um i was just about to say what you just said because I, I watched Ray Finesta's um analysis of latrell in the game and on the tries that they score um on the opposition scored that he just he was nowhere near like the, you know when they scored the tries on the left hand flank there he went to go for a player, but he didn't go for anyone. He just went straight through the line, and it looked really odd. And then when they were hot on attack, you know, usually a fullback, you know, is usually um, in close in close um, proximity of, you know, of the play. Mm. But the thing is, is that he was nowhere near. They were, they were highlighting him. He was on the other side of the field just walking 
while the while the um the play was going you know going ahead in fast fast pace so didn't make sense but um yeah that that's why t- they that that game against the roosters is going to be crucial because i mean i mean t- for me it doesn't make an impact at all because either way i think um either side is never going to get you know get if either side make it to the finals some way one way or another they're not getting through past the first round of finals week so that's that's my opinion anyway so but the knights look good and they're playing some good football and they're playing confident football that's that's the thing they're playing confidently and i think they've got it in them where they think they know they can beat every team but they've been beating some you know things like the rabbitos etc the bulldogs etc so we're we have to wait and see how they go. I mean, they they played Brisbane, and they lost to Brisbane, but it wasn't by much. It wasn't by much, you know. And um, and one of you I know they, they, play, won, they played the Suns. Must have won seven well. in a row now. I think was that the Knights? Yeah, they won seven in a row, and then they played the Broncos. You know, in one of the Broncos' rare home games that they have. Um, <laughs> yeah, in, in their rare home games. But yeah, no, nah, like, I'm liking the Knights, and they're the one. They're the team that I'm worried about. To be, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. But um yeah yeah they could yeah. definitely um ruffle some feathers um looks like they'll probably finish yeah sixth or seventh yeah but they they could finish as high as fifth I think um and then Sunday like the final round of the round Raiders thirty six twenty four of the Bulldogs I mean I think we we both said oh no I think I no no I said I I would pick the Bulldogs if they weren't so horrendous the week before and it, that, it was a better performance from them um. But yeah, I mean the Raiders are just sort of they're trudging along. They're still still sitting in sixth, John. They haven't. Yeah, haven't I, I, know, I, know that, I know that. I know. That, I know that they're still sitting in sixth. But if you if you if you're watching the whole season through, they're only just getting wins against teams like the Bulldogs. Only just. I mean, I can't really say too much because the Warriors have been doing sort of the same of late as well. But only throughout the whole season, they've been getting small wins, and you know, just by the. I think this was actually actually this win 36-24. This twelve point margin was their biggest margin, biggest victory margin of the year of the season. What was that? Yes, this this what I remember someone saying it. I remember hearing it. It was the biggest margin that they won by all season, and that's only twelve that's, points. So and well, um, how, many, how many games have they won? Like ten. I'll just check no, for you. Nine, uh, maybe. Nine, eight or nine, maybe. They have won. Um, dude, they've had thirteen no. wins. They've had thirteen, 13 wins. Because remember that their their oh. point differential is minus one hundred and eight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So and for someone who's on six, but they, I think they're the only, yeah, they're the only side in the top eight that has a, um, a negative win. points differential. Mind you, in saying that, I would, I would genuinely always say, if I think the Warriors going to win, I'd say go one to twelve, but. This this season they've blown that out a little bit, but then recently it's yeah. been yeah back to the back to the one to twelve ones, back to the Warriors of old. Um, yeah, yeah. So the the, the ladder is looking interesting now. We've got the Panthers Broncos both on forty, Warriors thirty six, Storm thirty four, and then Sharks Raiders thirty two, Knights thirty one, eighth Rabbitohs, ninth Cowboys, tenth Roosters all on twenty eight. So still plenty to play for and. Um, there's a few games this weekend, which uh, yeah, there'll be some some keen eyes um, watching them uh, to see how yeah the, what influence yeah. it'll have on where they finish on the table. Yeah, exactly. And um, going back going back to the Bulldogs, Pangai Junior. We spoke about it last week. I, I and I remember and I I'm, I'm going to do this because apparently I you know I um, crushed myself with uh for my words that 
<laughs> that I thought I didn't say. But I did say that Pengo, he, I think he didn't love the game. Um, that he's just his body language just shows that he's not in it. And I'm, I've always thought he's a grub anyway and things like that. But today, I mean, sorry, this week he's come out saying that he's come out admitting that he never had a love for rugby league, that he was sort of forced to play it by his parents, you know, as, as a as a young fella. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say I'm caught it. And, uh, clear, and now he's leaving, going to boxing. Getting, he's you know leave, putting on the table. He's leaving, what, 750000 800000 on the table, and he's going. And, um yeah, I I could see it in his performances. He just he just was. I just thought it was just a waste of talent. That was those were the words I used. A waste of talent. He had talent, but he just never used it. And I think because if he's just come out saying that he never had a love for the game, how could you use that talent when you're just when you're not in it? You have to be in it as well. You may have the talent, but if you're not in it, and that means like training wise, turning up wise, you know things like that. You know you're not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere. It's like, it's a perfect example is John Schuster from Manly. Got the talent, but apparently, you know, um, his, apparently his own teammates have complained about him in the past, where they've said he just doesn't he doesn't train well. You know, he just takes it. You know, he's just he's real lazy. Um, apparently, he had a you know eating problem because you know he's not the you know for for a number six he's not like the you know the well you know he's not you know he's not the old polished man <laughs> that um that you know you normally see as a number six. But um, yeah, he's another eyes, perfect though. example. Hey, eh? he's got beautiful eyes. So do you, um... oh. You can put them up there with Reese Walsh, I reckon. There's some of the night the oh, few yeah. most beautiful eyes in the competition, I think. He doesn't wear the mascara. I couldn't stop looking at them the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't wear the mascara, though. So that's the thing. But uh, yeah, oh, I shouldn't be saying that against Reese Walsh. He's a, you know, he's a former warrior. Still, you yeah, know, you, you either love him or hate him. He's I still love yeah, him. I say, he's a snake, though. So he's um he's dead to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just that bluntly, huh? Just say that bluntly. <laughs> Right. Yep. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. I think a lot of Warriors fans will feel the same way, but I think there's still there's some that still love them and stuff. But um, yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of Warriors, speaking of Warriors fans, we did have some um some questions last week um that oh, people yeah. sent through um for the show. Um, I unfortunately yeah. didn't get. Bring on. By the time I saw them, we'd already recorded. But hey, we'll we'll, we'll just touch on a few of them here and and, and see what we can get. Uh, the first one was from um Don McCarmack. What's it going to take to get an up the wires out of John? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> okay, okay. Again, I don't, I've been. I, I feel like I've had to do a lot of clarifying in this episode and in the previous episode as well. Um, I don't have an issue with up the wires. It's it's more the I prefer, um, you know, uh, let's go on warriors or you know, let's go warriors up the warriors. I'm just a bit old school in that in that sense. Um, if other people want to use it. They can use it, but I have a preference for the Warriors. But is it Don? Is it? Is it Don? Don, yeah, Don McCarmack. Uh, Don McCarmack. Okay, up the Waz. There you go. Hey, That's Don. Just he's for you, Don. only gone and done it. All right, just for you, Don. <laughs> um, speaking of up the Waz, I'm, I'm sure you would have seen it. The um, the, the young schoolgirl who uh, you know, oh, yeah, asked yeah. her who she was supporting in the football World cup. Brilliant. Up the Waz. Oh, you love to see it. So shout out to her and to her. I think her, she watches yeah. the Warriors with her dad. So shout out to her dad. I'm sure he's a he's a listener of the podcast. Um, yeah. Next question: uh, Warriors run home, blessing or a curse? Would they be better with a tough game? I do. I think know that, that they would be better. Yeah, we have talked about game. this, haven't we? Like, yeah. I mean, 
I'll take it if it means that we're going in with confidence, but we're probably not going in with confidence when we're, you know, just edging past these um these teams, you know. If we were winning ugly against a good team, um, maybe you'd be like, Okay, I'll give you some confidence for the finals. But yeah, it's probably not not worked in our favour, eh? Yeah. The the only thing for me that's gonna um I'm yeah, no, the the so the run home hasn't gone well for me, in my opinion, hasn't gone well um like you said we're winning yeah good we're winning and we should be winning but the way we're doing it is not what concerns me it's the way we're winning that concerns me um but think the thing that's going to be the blessing for the warriors run home is that if they can stay in the top four that's the blessing because if they stay in the top four which i believe they will they will play a top four team in the finals for first week first week out meaning they'll get a good strong hit out whether they win it or lose it they'll still have a strong hit out so worst case scenario they lose the game but you know it depends on the way they play but the, the week after when they have to play another team um they will come back stronger from it from the game that they play, played in the um in the top four round so um oh sorry against one of the top four teams yeah so i think that yeah i, I would prefer to play the uh, tougher team because i think you benefited from even if you lost even if we lost just say we played penrith last week just say we lost. I still think we would benefit from that game the week after. So yeah, no, no that's the only way I think it looks good for the finals. Yeah. Well, that one was from Mr. Harmosh. He's a he's a good friend of mine, Mr. Harmosh. He Harmosh, also asked, yeah. "Why does Rissy hate the Rabbitohs so much?" And I will say, because you <laughs> like the Rabbitohs so much, Harmosh. Um, and the we final take, one. We have to take these guys, eh? We take these guys in the video when it comes along. The, the final one, how do the faithful feel where Eden Park over Mount Smart is the preferred NRL venue for the finals? Now, That's a tough one. I can see the logic behind it because, yeah. you know, you're going to be able to get an extra what? I mean, how many does Mount Smart hold? 24, 25? Oh, so, maybe close to 30, I think. When they Okay, when they put the extra seating in. But you, so you're still getting an extra, what, at least 13,000 people in. Let me, while you're talking, um, I'll Google it up. Hmm. Yeah. And... Um, uh, I just something about Matt Smart, you know, that there's a real yeah. vibe there, you know. Um, I, I went to the Dolphins game there earlier this year. I went to a couple. I went to the hometown game last year, and that was one of my the most special sporting moments I've been to in my life. You know, seeing the faithful home, um, everyone all cut it out. Um, so I mean, I hope they keep it at Mount Smart because I think they, you know, they call it the four. Oh, I shouldn't call it Mount Smart. I should be calling it Go Media oh, Stadium, shouldn't I? Go Media. It'll Mount always Smart, be Smart. You know, um, I saw the, the Wiggles were there the other night, and they were, even they were saying we're at Mount Smart Stadium, and and jo there's a, there's a John in the Wiggles, and he called them the Wats. So um, yeah. it was it was great to see. I'm going to see the Wiggles tomorrow, so I'm very excited. Um, so it's good right. to see them. Good to see them in the country. But uh, on an unrelated note, uh, yeah, yeah. now nah, um, I, I think that I, I I hope it stays at Mount Smart, but I mean commercially, it, it makes sense to move it, doesn't it? Yeah, 20, 25, you're right. You were right. 25,000 capacity. Um, 50,000 capacity. Yeah, as I said, yeah. they might be able to put some extra seating in, but still probably nothing but, more than... But it's basically double at Eden Park. And um, the thing is, is that Cameron George, uh, Warrior CEO, has come out saying that he will fight the NRL on this to keep it at home because yeah. it is our fortress. But you see, when it comes to the finals, NRL have control. That's mm. that's where everything is different because you know, like for example, Super Rugby, uh, Super Rugby, for example, if the Hurricanes were playing in the Cacton, they have control of you know all of that sort of stuff. I'm pretty sure that's the way it is anyway. Yeah. Um, whereas in in have um, have control of over um, 
over the finals. And I just think that because they will just have to, they, they, they're looking at the whole, they're looking at it from, we can get double. And they know that they will fill it as well. They know that they will fill it. Yeah, well, if they're filling a, um, what is it, a, a, drag, a, a Friday night Dragons game a week before the game, you know, just a regular season, then you know that they will sell out in part for a finals game because the faithful are well and truly out. Uh, the yeah. bandwagon's filling up and, you know, there's more room though. So if you want to if you want to get on, if you're just late to the party, jump on because we're happy to yeah. take you up the wires. But if, you, if, but if, you're, jump, if you're jumping on the bandwagon, and you know, hopefully we get this out so people can see that if you're jumping on the bandwagon, stay on it and don't just jump off. I had I had a couple of um conversations with a mate, uh, a couple of mates today. Uh, you know, we're going for a boys' weekend and they were talking about the Warriors and um two of them were saying, Yeah, we've jumped on the bandwagon, but as soon as they start losing, we're jumping back off. They actually said that and it pissed me off. And I was just like, I actually said I remember writing in the message in the in the message saying, Get off now. Get <laughs> off now. And um, nah, so if, if you're listening to this, yeah, board. exactly. If you're listening to this and you're a bandwagon, like, all good, jump on board, all aboard, choo choo. But the thing is, stay on it, don't just jump off when you know when we're going bad because there probably will be bad times, you know, in the future. You have to stay loyal, and that's I mean, that's how I see it anyway. Don't just be a, a part time bandwagoner, stay on and become be, be a bandwagoner, but become a loyal fan. I think the fact that, what is it, the first time in 21 years that we've won six games consecutively, I think that sums up the fact that there has been a few pretty tough years um, as yeah. Warriors supporters. So we're going to, um, we'll make the most of it while we can. Yeah. Um, I think that was it. I think that was it. Um, sorry, I'll quickly just check. Yeah, that was it. So thanks for that, guys. Um, if anyone's got any questions, uh, yeah, find us on Instagram or Facebook and flick them through. I have just, I did put up a, um, uh, a post before asking for more questions, but I only did it about ten minutes before we started filming. So oh. I was just, going, <laughs> I was, I was hoping that someone might just, you know, come in live and we might be able to address them. But um, yeah, we'll yeah. save that for next week. Yeah. Uh, should we do a quick um preview of the, of the coming up round, round uh, yeah. what is that? Round twenty six, is it? Yeah, sounds good. So we've got a grand final rematch on Thursday night, Panthers versus Eels. Um, I think from what we've seen the last few weeks, I think. I mean, I'm not going to say I know what's going to happen this game, but I'm going to say that if you gave me, like, Panthers by 30-plus, I'd be pretty happy to take it. Um, the Eels are obviously, yeah, they're in, they're in a bad place. It's a real shame to see a, a team sort of go from, from hero to zero like they have in, in one season. Yes. Um, but such is the, the, the beauty and the heart, heartache of, of the NRL. Um, Panthers are just yeah, they're, they're rolling. They're going to be far too good. So I'll, yeah, I'll happily yeah. take them by a very big margin. Well, I was just about to ask you, but then now because the team lists have been put up, so um, I was just going to see would would they rest players for this game, knowing that the you know the Eels are out of sorts. And I'm just looking at the team now, and no, they haven't rested anybody. Yeah, still a really strong lineup there. Um, you got Isaiah Yo still there, Liam well, Martin. They, they still want Aaron that. They still want the minor premiership. You know, the Broncos have got a um, had the buy last yeah. week. They'll come out fresh. I think Reynolds might be out for the Broncos this week, but um, yeah, yeah, they they still want it, their minor premiership. So I think they'll probably keep playing their top team. I mean, you know, it it meant a lot for them, like to get the minor premiership three to three years in a row, be huge. So yeah, yeah, Panthers by a big margin for me. Yeah. yeah. 
Waz versus the Jags on um, Friday night at Mount Smart Stadium. It's sold out Mount Smart Stadium. It has been sold out for, we were recording on Tuesday. I think it was on Saturday morning that it was sold out. So shout out to all the Auckland-based fans that are, that are, you know, snapping up those tickets. I see there's a few yeah. free ones going going around at the moment, you know, people, a few giveaways, so get amongst. Um, the Warriors, we, yeah, we, we know that it's been, they've won six in a row, but probably the last four, of, well, yes, the last four of them have been pretty ugly. We haven't quite seen that polished performance yet. Do you think you might get your polished performance this week, John? I hope so. Um, yeah, I hope so, because uh, otherwise I will, even if, even if we win ugly again, I will still be concerned going into the finals, and that's just, you know, if if you're if you're a Warriors fan saying, nah, nah, we're all good, no, and I'm like, no, shut up. I'm saying to you, shut up, because obviously you don't know what the game is about. Because the thing is that even though we're winning, uh, winning ugly, yeah, it's good. I'd rather you know, I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. But you know, going into the finals, we're playing against some really tough teams, and you you've got to be putting on a better performance than we have been to make it further. I'm I'm hoping for grand final. We bought tickets for grand final. So they need a they need a better performance on defense wise and and attacking wise. I think our right edge is smooth. I have no issues with our right edge and our forward. You know our forward impact going forward. We're always making the meters and you know and if not Blake just go in doing his doing his work and stuff. Tohu Harris, you know he for someone who is you know seems a bit you know like you know a bit crippled. So it seems like a crippled man at times. But he seems, he gets the ball and he makes it. You know he still takes a few people to get him get him down. So you know just yeah i just have a lot of a lot of admiration for Tohu harris i just think that um the left edge is where we if we can fix the left edge i think we'll be in a lot better stead yeah i think that finals. you know if you think about that left edge you know like, i mean we had that 10 minute glory period where we, were, we scored those three quick tries and we just looked unstoppable you know yeah and then as you i think it sort of you led to it before there was that moment where montoya got sort of tackled out and then manly just passed the ball to the right and and to Jason Saab and he just kind of yeah just just ran through untouched just like he was playing touch um so yeah if we can sort that out I think we'll be all right I think the Dragons Dragons have been putting up some all right performances so I, I don't I think I don't think this is going to be a walkover um and I think yeah maybe another one to twelve would be a good one just on the grand final actually John while I remember we've um update on 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 the, the the plan for the for the for the weekend is um a friend's organized um a, a boat cruise up the up the river um up to the stadium from town and back um with captain lance so we're looking forward to that there's gonna be nine nine of the boys on the on the boat um wow. having, having a good time hopefully um yeah singing some singing some kiwi classics to get us in the mood for to watch the warriors in the grand Man, final so yeah, I haven't been to Sydney for about six years, so I mean, I don't know what's changed. I mean, the only time I got on the water in Sydney was on the man on the, on the ferry from Manly to the city. That's the only time I got on the water there. So uh, yeah, it might be a bit of a different experience for you. So yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. I, a friend of mine, he's, he's he used to live there, and he seems to know someone. So yeah, Captain Lance has, has got on board, and we're in the process of making our um our playlist. We're going to put the um up the last song from um Gerard from uh. Oh, Warriors Anonymous, Warriors Anonymous. On, on the playlist, I think. So shout out, shout out to him and to the Warriors Anonymous boys. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to say about the Warriors Dragons game? I mean, yeah. I think that oh. I, I would say that also. Um, Freddie Lussick on the bench proved pretty 
pretty handy last week, you know. We sort of alluded to the, yeah, week, the week before um, with Egan and his injuries, you know, and he, he obviously had to come off again. But to be able to have Lusset come on, I think it was about 20 minutes or so at the end there, and he just sort of was it. I mean, well, he's, he's a good defender. You know? I mean, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he's and got... We, Give, yeah, we know. spoke about this last time, eh, didn't we? Where we said that, you know, like, you know, ba- Bailey Serenin, yes, he can play hooker, but makeshift, whereas in, you can see the difference of having someone that just, just that knows what they're doing at, you know, at um at the right there. And um he did a good job and defensively did really well. You know, he caused he caused a um a knock on from the Manny players, you know, closer to closer to the time. And um I remember all the, the, the all the players rallying around Lusick because, you know, of the awesome tackle he did because it we were they were they were what second set into no, sorry, yeah, second tackle into um, a set close to our line, and we were just yeah. defending our hearts out because we, we needed, you know, because they, if they had scored, it would have been a draw at the time. It would have yeah. been a draw at the time. So, yeah, no, nah, I think it's a good idea having him on. Um, no, 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 not much more to add on about the Warriors, just to fix the, if they fix the left edge, I think we'll be, you know, we'll do really well. But um, if you're going to be in Sydney or on the boat with your mates, mate, me and my other mate, they're coming over from, Coming over for them, we might have to sneak on. So just, just, yeah, we'll just, giving, you, just giving you a heads up. Just giving you a heads yeah, up get, on that one. We'll, we'll, we'll clear some room for you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> B- BYOB is. Um, yep. <laughs> but as um, Dolphins, Dolphins, Cowboys. Yeah. So uh, I think this is in Brisbane, this one. Um, the Dolphins have had some pretty horrible luck the last few weeks. I feel like they've had some really, I think the last three games have lost by either one or two points so can they put can they pull off an upset here i mean the cowboys aren't looking good they're they're in a, no. a, a bad patch and and the dolphins are just they're trying very hard oh, they didn't i think it was three of the last four games of dolphins because they got beaten by a bit by the roosters but i'm pretty sure there was yeah. two games before that that were close and then obviously that tight loss to the tigers so yeah. I, I i would still go into the cowboys though just because i think that they're just gonna they they know that this, this is this, this season is on the line the thing that they could go against them is that Dolphins have nothing. They've got you know, like you know, it's not like they've got anything to play for, so they could just you know just relax a bit. And um, yeah, I, I honestly think the Cowboys will take this one. That's my pick, Cowboys. Who, who have you got? Oh, I really want to go the Fins because I love the Fins, but I also right, quite. Fins I quite up for you. I mean, yeah, I'll go Fins up. Yeah, Fins up. I, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys can't lose, but they've just been pretty horrendous recently and yeah our dolphins deserve it you know they've had a pretty good season they've definitely you know definitely passed mark for the season so yeah, yeah i'll go the i'll go the fins for the upset yeah. um storm titans uh what's happened to the Titans? i think um sami's out i think J- um Jaden campbell's out maybe they've had someone else is injured as well so yeah that'll be uh, this will be a tough game for them yeah. um Storm might storm. Pants. yeah, storm are just rolling. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm pretty happy to take the storm. Um I'll go storm by ten to be precise, right. you know. I just got a got a feeling that that it seems there's a few games recently that have been by, you know, around roughly ten points. So um Roosters Tigers. So yeah, we said before Roosters are still in the hunt, but they need a few things to go their way. Um Tigers yeah. have snapped snapped their, their ten game losing streak. Can they make it two in a row? Nah, <laughs> not, 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 not against not against the Roosters who are, I think they're just flying, you know, flying high at the moment. And um, I still think the Roosters won't make the eight, but I think they'll just be too strong for the Tigers. Um, do you know whether Tedesco is playing? 
I think he's not. I don't think he is. Um, I was looking at yeah. the team list here. Uh, is Joe Manu at the back? Is he? No, Man Joseph Manu's a bit in fullback for this game. So yeah. that's not like you know you lose you lose you know anything with uh, Manu going back going back to fullback. So you don't lose anything in the end. No, no, no. We saw what he could do in Jerry's last year. Eh? He was awesome. Yeah. So exactly. Um. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, it's a funny one, Joe Manu, because he's sort of just been thrown around a bit. He's almost used as a utility for that team, but he's probably one of the, you know one of the if not their best yeah. players. So, um, yeah. but a very handy to have him there. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Roosters. They fly at the moment, and um, yeah. I think yeah, I'm a, I think I'll be putting Joe Manu to score a try and, and all my all my multis for the weekend as well. I reckon he he, right. he seems to be um, doing pretty well for me there. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders Broncos um, at yeah. GIO Broncos on Saturday night. Yeah, yep. Broncos um, faders. Yep, Broncos for me because yeah, I just don't think the Raiders are a good team at all. I just think that they they've got they've got so much stars in their team, and how could you? I just they've got so much power in their side and their forward pack. They've got so much talent in their back line as well, and they just don't do nothing with it. You know, you got. I even heard that. Um, I heard a rumor that Jack Whiten was flipping on his South Sydney deal to come back go to stay at the Raiders, but who knows if that's, that's true or not. But yeah, I just think that they're just a side that just doesn't know how to use their talent properly as a as a team. I mean, as a team, mm. um, they they because because of their talent, they can get through games like they did you know last week where they just they only win by twelve, which was their biggest margin of the season, and. You know, they. I think they, the week before they beat the Tigers only just. Um, you know, was it a field goal or a penalty? I can't remember. But um, they only marginally just beat the Tigers the week before. That's close. And um, yeah. So um, I just think that uh, was it the Tigers? Or it might have been someone else. But um, I know that they only just won. And you know, for the for the amount of talent they have in the side to just only just be being sides by two points or even a drop goal is just not good enough for me. Again, that's why they're in a deficit when it comes to points differential and. Broncos, I think we'll just roll them. We rolled them at Canberra when we played them at Canberra, so I think the Broncos will do the same. So, yeah, Broncos for no, me. No, no Adam Reynolds, though. It's a bug out. Yeah, I still think they'll still be fine. Um, Who you got? Oh, I love the milk. Love the milk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to accept the milk. Um, oh, come on. Uh, the Broncos come off the bye. No Reynolds there. They might just... Raiders home game. Oh. <laughs> I'm, trying to just, like, just, I'm trying to talk myself into it, but I can't. Nah, Broncos. Broncos, okay. <laughs> I, was say, I was gonna say, just get ready for another flipping crying session from Ricky Stewart. But, if you know, I'd, so, lo yeah. I'd love to see the, the 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 milk get up, but yeah, um, Broncos. Even without Reynolds out, I think it'll, it'll, it'll be close. Um, yeah. Uh, and and Whiten is on the extended bench, which is which is big for the Raiders. So if he plays, um, that could be that could be big, but. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Um, Sunday afternoon, Bulldogs, Sea Eagles, two two teams whose um, seasons are now over. Yeah. Um, Ruben Garrick is rumoured to still play. I need to actually check the the Sea Eagles yeah. team list here. Um, I, I quite like the Bulldogs here. Um, they just seem to be uh, like you know they did lose by twelve to to, to Manly on the weekend, but um, not to Manly. Sorry to to the Raiders on the weekend. Um, he, oh no, he's not playing. Yeah, Ruben Garrick's not playing. Yeah. Um, and they'll be a little bit, yeah, they'll be pissed off about last week the Seagulls, but Bulldogs just 
they've been trying hard and, and they deserve to win playing at home um how good was the was just so remember andrew um anthony seabolt's uh gift to the impression on the weekend Did you see that yeah going, this Thanks. is ridiculous this is ridiculous well ridiculous. Not only is it you know the wording, but you know the, the voice as well. The voice as well, yeah. The huskiness. <laughs> the eh? uh, I mean, just waiting for the. You got to be an yeah. investigation. Someone needs to be held accountable. It's like it's like um, it's like a voice where like they've been smoking all their lives, but I mean, obviously they haven't been because you know they've you know they've Jeff Tuvey played league. Oh, he might have done. I mean, yeah. I don't know. If probably, I think, I think it's more probably just head high tackles and their yeah. their larynx has been bloody smashed up. So yeah, yeah nah, no. good to me. Who you got for that game? I got I got Manly. I just think that they, they showed enough to me, um, you know, on 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 the weekend against the Warriors to show that they can, you know, be a decent team. And I think that I think they'll they'll do it here. But um, just looking at the team list, Ruben Garrick is in, you know, the twenty two. He's in the reserves. He's in, he's twenty. Oh, he is. Paid, oh yeah. He's in twenty two. So if he, if he's in the reserves, I'm sure that they'll, they'll they'll promote him if he's fit. You know, if he's fit, if he's you know if he's fit. So um, John Schuster's at 18. He's got he's been dropped to New South Wales Cup, and that's that was mm. that was always coming. I mean, he's on eight hundred thousand dollars a season. How the heck are they paying that much amount of money to him? Like, I don't I don't understand because usually you pay that kind of amount of money to someone who's doing really well. And prior to this season, he wasn't even doing that well. He's always been someone that has always been in the news the for the wrong reasons. He's been yeah. in the news for the wrong reasons, not for the great you know for good reasons. Um, I don't think he's warranted. He warrants a eight hundred thousand dollars salary per year. Um, yeah, like again, he's been in the he's been in the news for the wrong reasons, and I think that I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. There are probably other players there that are probably way being paid way less than him that do do a lot better and deserve it more. So I'd pay I'd pay eight hundred thousand to have those eyes though. Well, wow, <laughs> we. Well, if you had to choose out. between, okay. Well, <laughs> question: You have to choose between John Schuster's eyes. Or Reese Walsh's eyes. Who? What would you go for? Who would you go for? Whose eyes think, would you go I for? I think I'd go with, with Schuster's eyes. Yeah, there's just something about them. There's just like a, just an a beautiful innocence in there. You know, like Reese Walsh just looked a bit more, you know, a bit more kind of rebellious and all that. But just, just Schuster just just looks so nice and generous and beautiful. I'm I'm hearing the way you're saying it, Richard. It sounds like you got a bit of a man crush now. Far out. <laughs> the way you're saying it. Is... Well, he's just, he's got the he's got the he's got the uh the dad bod going and everything, you know, just just relatable. Yeah, Phil. First, first it was Monero from Warriors Anonymous of Jackson Ford. The way he spoke about it. now, you look at this. Far out. What's going on? But um, yeah, oh, I mean, look at, just, just look at those eyes. Just if he, you know, if you're watching New South Wales cap this week, or if he makes his way into the team, yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, we'll get off. We'll get off Josh Schuster's eyes because we're about to yeah. wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. more game, which is actually excited. a very, excited, which is an extremely yeah. good game, um, and a game I'm very much looking forward to watching on um, yeah. Sunday afternoon to finish it off, or Sunday evening. Yeah. The Knights versus the Sharks at McDonald Jones Stadium. Two teams who have been playing some very good footy last few weeks, um, yeah. coming off some some big wins. Um, for their seasons, you know, the Sharks getting the 20 point win over the Cowboys yeah. and the Knights getting that 19 point win over the Rabbitohs to sort of cement their place in the top eight, you'd probably say. I mean, the Knights can still drop out, but they'd have to lose both the next games. And they've got Cronulla this week, which will be hard, but they've got the Dragons the week after. Yeah. Um, I have said it about three or four weeks in a row, and I'm going to say it again the Knights have won. Too many games in a row, and they have to lose at some point. So I'm going to back um, the Sharks on this. I think that 
Nico, great to see Nico Hines playing some good footy again. Um, yeah. And he's got that back line working very well and playing some great footy. Um, it's going to be a great battle between him and Ponga. I know they play on opposite sides of the field, but, um, you know, two of the form halves in the competition at the moment. So I'm looking forward to some fireworks between those two. And um, there's so much finishing power out wide for both teams as well, you know, when you look at um, <clears throat> with the Knights, with, um, the Knights with Dom Young and Sharks with, um, you know, Ronaldo and um, Sonny Katoa. So, yeah, I'm looking forward. I think there'll be a few points. I think it might be quite high scoring. So I don't know what the, the line for it, the game is on a, from a betting point of view, but I'd be on the over. I, I think it'd be, you know, like a 32 28 sort of score to the, the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, Knights for me. I think uh, the Knights will. I actually think the Knights will win, but I wouldn't mind if the Sharks win. Um, because I think that the Knights are running in too hot for my for my liking at the moment. But um, Sharks, they may be in a bit of good form right now, but I just don't see them. I don't. See, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're they're going to worry too many of the top teams. Um, still, I mean, I was at Mount Smart when they, you know, when we rolled them over just before the buy. You know, I was there for that game, and I just think we'll roll them over again. So I'd rather the Sharks win. Um, because just just for the sake of bringing you know the Knights back down to earth a little bit, but I still think the Knights will win, and um, it'll it is I think it is going to be a good game because it'll 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 give us an indication of where they're both at, you know, and if whoever has to play them in the finals, you know, like, you know, it gives me a bit of indication of where the Knights are at. And if the Sharks hot run of the last few games was just another, just, you know, just another whole purple patch, just like the Cowboys. So yeah, I'll go for the Knights for me. Oh, that's good. So we've got a bit of a uh, bit of competition there for this week, actually. Um, yeah. With me picking the Sharks, you picking the Knights. Yeah. Have you got Bulldogs, I, I got Seagulls. I, the Bulldogs, Seagulls. I tried to pick the Raiders, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I got the Finns as well, haven't I? So, yeah, there's just, I think it's not all as clear as it will be this weekend. Um, but, yeah, as I said, I think that, that final game is the after, obviously, the main event being Friday night at 8pm at uh, Go yeah. Media Stadium, or as Dragons, um, Knights vs Sharks to finish off the round will be a big cracker. Yeah. Cool. Anything right. else we need to touch on this week, or? Nah, nah. I think I think I think we're good. I think we've spoken we've spoken too much, to be honest. <laughs> about the, um, reviewing the games, we we we've kind of made it just for people listening. We've kind of made it like our thing to maybe just um, keep that low, so we can go on about other issues and stuff. But we've <laughs> we've gone on a bit too much. But um, in saying that, thanks everyone for your support. We've um, you know, over the last four or five um, episodes we've had, or four episodes that we've had. This is our fifth episode. We've had actually good support. We've been getting way more followers as well on the, on on our pages. Um, views are getting higher as well. Um, no, no, you know, for 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 someone for a group of us who have just started this, we're really happy at the moment. And so, thank you for your support. Continue to you know like our uh, like and subscribe to our pages and and to watch our videos. And thank you, yeah, just generally, just thank you for your support. Anything you want to say, mate, before we go? Just my usual. Afterwards. <laughs> choo 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 all the boys <laughs>